welcome to our regular podcast Knowledge Empowers. Uh, today with you is me, Kat Anyaseyo. Then we have Baruš. Hello, hello. And we have Kolač. Good morning, good morning. Dobre ráno, dobre ráno, dobre ráno. Oh, that was way less energy than normally. Oh, but then, more then natural. We need to restart again. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm like, uh, first of all, super happy that it's uh, way more sunny and it's getting warmer because I am fed up with winter and cold weather. Uh, I, I really want warmer weather. And if everything goes well, it will be my first ride on my motorbike this Friday. And I cannot wait for that. Mm, so nice. Not that our listeners cares, but you know, <laughs> just for the beginning. <laughs> and um, for today, we need to continue with our 30, 60 and 90 days in your organization. And today we're covering the 90 days. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you guys, Kolaj was like, and what are we going to talk about? And, and and we had this discussion like what to, what I'm going to cover or talk about and Collage was like didn't we cover it in the 60 days <laughs> so that's our preparation right so Collage do you remember what you did in your 90 days <laughs> nope the 90 days were already like fine so I don't remember much of those 90 days Barush do you already know what is ahead of you in your 90 days I, I know I need to set up my annual goals, but that's, that's, I think no matter if I'm here week or, or, you know, six months. Mm -hmm. So basically in the 90 days is where either your manager or your team already expect that you are able to perform, right? Or you should start performing, but of course it depends on the position, right? But you should already start performing and also you should well understand your own uh, uh, KPIs or based on what you are measured and also to start further enlarging your networking. So and this is where Kolaj asked me, like, didn't we cover that in the 60 days? So in the 60 days, we really talked about the you had your team and then maybe the very first stakeholders that you collaborate with. But again, depends on the position. So in the 90 days, you're starting to enlarge further the network. So I'll talk, I'll give you an example in my case. So I'm delivering development program uh, that lasts for three years and I need different kind of speakers on each event, right? Now, where do I find those speakers? Who, who are they? And so for me, the one of the best uh, possibilities are actually the managers of the students I have in the, the program. So for me, it's important to start building the relationship with those managers, getting to know them and to learn their depth of knowledge or what their department do. Uh, so I could have and see my potential speaker, for example, if we need to introduce a specific department, like for people for potential rotation, right? Uh, what skills uh, that department needs? How do they build those skills? What that department does? Who are their clients? And everything like that. And so I need to, for me to be able to do that, prior to that, I need to start building the networking 
for those potential speakers. And so that's what I mean by enlarging the networking further. Sometimes I'm just too crazy, <laughs> meaning, uh, again, I'll give an example. So in Israel, I have um, a large number of my students and th those, those students are covered by 28 managers. And so I scheduled 28 one-on-one -on -one calls with those managers oh, wow. <laughs> to introduce myself, introduce the program, as well as understand what they do. Uh, who they are, um, how they can support us in this program. And that also gave me understanding of, for example, the level of English, whether they are more of extrovert or an introvert. And again, now I have a list of my potential speakers that I keep approaching uh, whenever I'm preparing the program. So I go to craziness in, in this case. Kath, I, I would like to go back to when you said you, you should be already performing, but mm -hmm. at what level? I, I imagine it's not like performing like you're there, for, for example, two years, mm -hmm. right? So so what should people expect to be doing or how, how much they should be performing at those 90 mm -hmm. days? It's more of where, so if I put myself in the manager's shoes, Mm -hmm. back in the days when I was the manager, it's really that I see the person that understands the job role. So that person had the body and let's say the body uh, told him or her, this is what you should do. I don't know. You get up in the morning, you come to work, you check your emails, you grab a task, you start working on the task. And so for me, in that case, the performance would be that the person does it by him or herself that already comes to work, you know, has these sort of habits, starts assigning her to her or himself the task, start working on the task without waiting till someone tells them what to do, mm -hmm. right? And of course, um, on a later, let's say stage, you will start even proposing improvement or you start maybe doing the task will not take you one hour, but maybe 10 minutes because you understood, I don't know if it's in, if you are a developer, maybe you understand the content management system better allows you to do it faster. Uh, in my case, when I'm delivering, let's say a session about product, for example, I don't need to now go and read the whole steps of the process like where do i seek for the speaker what product blah 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 because this i already know by heart and i just already go and i already have prepared all my products that i want to uh, share with the with the students so they can learn about the products and i, I don't even need to go uh, through the process because i already know it so it's because of the experiences right and and the performance that I have. So I don't need to read the process uh, anymore. You just get faster. Okay. okay, Ken, you mentioned also communicating for effective rollouts. What, what should I imagine under that? So again, depends on your job, right? Um, and depends on the programs that you run or whatever your job is. But it's if you are responsible for like me for education and development, we always prepare the development on a quarterly basis. 
So for me, effective rollout is that one quarter ahead, I'm already in blocking people's calendar. So they are aware of what's coming in the upcoming quarter and they still have a chance. So first of all, there is a chance they still don't have anything in their calendar. And secondly, if they do, they're still able to reschedule something because they have more than three months in advanced time uh, uh, to make either reprioritize or make decisions, etc. So it really uh, depends on your on your job, right? I don't know when I when I had developers, we were working in sprints. Mm -hmm. So uh, remember when we uh, were preparing requirements for the sprints, right? So we were three sprints ahead with our requirements. So the developers knew what's coming and and we were always like three sprints ahead with the backlog for the coming. So it means like, that's what means uh, really prepare for the rollout. That you know what you're going to do and that you are ahead of it. And it's also in the 90 days, people are already expect from you maybe, not really a proposal for change, but that's the place where you start seeing more of things and you might have an idea that maybe this we could do like this or this we could do like that so for example even though i'm not in my 90 days of work but with current situation with the ukraine it it really affected my whole program that i'm delivering from the point of attending and those of you those of the listeners who do live in east europe uh, compared to the West Europe, not only we have like lots of refugees here in Poland, Hungary, Romania, but there are constant news coming on us from our mobiles, emails, people searching for volunteers. So it's, it's a very overwhelming situation. Mm -hmm. On top of that, we work on top of that COVID and we now see how people are extremely tired and it affects my programs that really people when they look at their own calendars they make in a strong judgment what they will attend or what is let's say what is their business to perform versus what's on top and anything that is on top they just neglect as there is no energy and so i had to call out an ad hoc meeting with my program manager and discuss with her next steps, right? And my proposal was, for example, to give a pause for a quarter to really allow people to breathe. But actually, eventually we agreed that instead of me doing three regions separately, I will offer, let's say one call, but I'll invite all of them there. So those who want to have the place to think of something else they will join and those who don't want to attend will not attend but still have that program running but just available for all the regions and not have them separately so sometimes there are things that will influence uh, your type of work and it can be really coming from outside but it influences pretty heavily and you need to start making different decisions. So it's good to then run on a call either with your program manager, manager, project manager and brainstorm. 
of all the possibilities, what, what could we do, how to change it, etc. And of course, besides of that, I have a, I had a call with my guys who I have in Ireland just to understand the situation there. I have a call with my guys in St. Petersburg to understand the situation there, call with my guys in Israel to understand the situation there, call with my guys in Poland to understand the situation there and, and really sort of to monitor also the emotions, right? So guys in Poland are very heavily affected because even most of my colleagues are having refugees in their own houses, right? Mm. Whereas people in Ireland, they say we are an island. So <laughs> currently the, we just see it in news, but we are not hit with refugees or anything else. Uh, guys in, in Israel, nothing except the news. So they're far down, right? So I really need to like monitor it, keep asking questions and then make decisions uh, based on that. So it's very interesting to see how much it affects uh, people and people's life mm. and then performance as well. So let's let's um, summarize what we have so far on our list. Mm -hmm. It's spreading your network, uh, effective rollout, uh, knowing your KPIs, being able to start performing. And did I miss something? And already propose improvements. If mm -hmm. there are propose improvements, mm -hmm. anything else? Mm, nope. And that's it for your 90 days. If you have more questions or you're just not sure, uh, let us know, put it in the comments so we can answer those questions based on our experiences, all of us working for way over 10 years. <laughs> so we really have lots of experiences and it will be our pleasure to answer it. And with that, thank you very much. Sugohasha Smida. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Have a nice day. This podcast represents our own opinions, experience and our own ideas. We do not represent any official statement from our employers and this is not their official channel representing the company.